man, welcome back to the gray space. I'm Zeke. That is Dre. Yuppers. And it's just the two of us again this week. Yes, sir. We are back. Back, back. Biggity back, back. <laughs> With another fire one. Uh, but before we get into a conversation between just me and my brother right here, y'all know what to do. Subscribe to become part of the tribe. Do us right. Hit that like and comment because you guys are loving the content. Now. now. Uh, yeah, let's, man, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's been crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been crazy out here in the streets. But before we get into it, man, how you doing, bro? You good? I'm good, man. I'm doing all right. You, you got know? the, you, you got, you back with the Miami Vice. Oh, you know it, man. You know it. You know what I'm saying? The CSI Miami. You know what I got to say, though? Like, I have a few of these I bought, right? Okay. <clears throat> but I can't wear them in the summer. They're, they're still a little too too thick okay. you know what i mean yeah, so yeah, yeah. the weather's just right for it okay but then when it comes cooler it's gonna go to like you know long long sleeve shirt yeah. you know stuff like that a little little bit more sweaters stuff you, like that so there you know i like to switch it up a little bit you yeah. know what i mean you know CSI so, miami hey you know what i'm saying it wasn't as bad as last week i i, got, I buttoned it up you know well, so, I, well, I, say. <laughs> I buttoned it up for everybody well you know? i say He's a runner. If anybody's ever watched CSI <laughs> Miami, you remember the one detective. I forget his name, but this was kind of like what kicked off the whole like uh, the the narrative and the stereotype of of the uh, television uh, crime dramas. Uh-huh. CSI Miami took it to a whole nother level because now it was corny at the time. Oh, it's still corny. It's bro. still no, it's still corny. It's, it's, it's way cornier yeah. now than it was, but at the, it was corny at the time, right? But it had it really hadn't been done. It, it was it was hadn't it been the redheaded done. dude with the Man, glasses. And he would and come he would, in with the glasses and he would I mean? snap. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I can picture of it. I got CSI. Saying. This is a fact. I got CSI Miami uh-huh. season one, two, and three on DVD. This is a fact. Super fact. Really? I, I you just, do really? I was just cleaning some stuff up. Wow. And I was like, yo. Right, Crazy. because at the time, CSI Miami, it was it was it was uh, like soap opera ish mm-hmm. with the way they like like Law and Order kind of did it, right? But CSI Miami like was really soap opera ish, right? Right, mm-hmm. but it like the the crime scene stuff to me was so dope, mm-hmm. right? And I at the time I was like, when he used to come in, <laughs> and he used to come in and be like, well, I say. <laughs> Every goddamn time, and I remember watching Supernatural, and then they made fun of the whole thing, and they were like, "Well, I say he's got a sweet tooth." Mm. Well, I say, get him a tums. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo. So, uh, you got the whole CS. If you had the sunglasses on right now, you would be like, "Well, I say, man, if I had my sunglasses, this is real, you'd be like, I this. put them on for you, dude." Well, just, I just- say. <laughs> Welcome to the gray space. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I got a quick question for you, man. It's not we're not going to get like do a whole yeah, it's a bunch of random thing. little topics, sure, man. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's yeah. But through. a quick question for you, man. Uh, recently, uh, one of our greats, Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. 
and 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 I say one of our greats because you know it's starting to get a little questionable. Um, here's why. Here's why I asked that. Here's why I say that. Uh, had a show. Mm-hmm. She showed up about two hours late, mm-hmm. uh, from what I heard. And when she showed up, she said, "Y'all mfers better be grateful that I'm even up in here, mm-hmm. right?" And I might I might have added something to that, but she basically said, "Y'all better be grateful mm-hmm. that I even pulled up to perform." What are your thoughts on that real quick? Because I feel like I feel like this is this has been kind of the story of her performing throughout yeah. the years. My my thing is this, right? Like if you don't want to perform, don't perform. Don't schedule dates, don't have your manager whatever however that whole system works, right? However right. you're booking shows and stuff. Right. Don't book it. Right. Don't like I just don't understand the thought process behind that, right? Like it, it, you know, Lauren Hill is talented. Just, it's just, she just is right Extremely. now. Extremely. She could be a little diva ish or whatever behind the scene. Oh, okay. Whatever, dude, like whatever. Right. But people actually paid money to see your show. And they, it was, and it was like middle of the week. I think it was like a Wednesday or Thursday. Or so something like, like, look, man, like just show up and perform. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Don't Nobody's going to hold you against you for not performing. Right. But when you say, hey, I'm coming to your neck of the woods, wherever mm-hmm. that's at, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be there, be there, right? Like, it it bothers me. It, it really does. It bothers me. You know, and then, you, you know, it's funny because you asked me if I heard about this, and I, I honestly, I didn't. But what's maybe what's really interesting is I heard uh, one, one of the dudes that I really do enjoy, Robert Glasper, was talking mad shit about her mm. and you know he was telling a story I, I implore you to go look it up okay it's I did not it's, know very, it's very interesting um basically he was hired as a band being the piano player and his crew and stuff like that right for her okay <clears throat> and uh kind of long story short she basically f- flew they flew out to wherever they were playing i can't remember where it was but basically fired him and they had to perform for a whole week uh, rehearsal. And as the day of the show came, she said, nope, we're having this other band play. Like, just straight up. You got to listen to his side of the story. It's, it's really interesting. So, again, she's kind of known to be doing this right. super diva-ish stuff, right? Right, right, right. And, again, if you don't want to perform or if you find another, like, you already hired this band and they rehearsed for a whole week – and you're talking about Robert Glasper. Right. A legend. And he said Certified something. Certified legend. Yeah. And he said something like she wanted to work with him or something. He was she she was like, um, you need to send me a a, a tape or something like that. Right. Or, or, or something. You need to send me something. He's like, I'm not sending you nothing. Go look at my work. Right. My work speaks for itself. Right. Why do I got it? I don't have to. He goes, I've made it already. I've already made it. You don't like just because you are who you are and she is on a different level, I would probably say than, but, but, but so, again, that's another artist, right? Like why are you treating another artist like that? Like, reach, like, so it's there's, very, there's levels very to that. There's levels to that. And, and I won't necessarily go super into that Robert Glasper situation. But what I will say is like, is she really at that level? You dropped one album. Yeah, True. 
you you disappeared from music forever for your own personal reasons uh, reasons that a lot of people understand and agree with mm-hmm. you've kind of like been playing double dutch mm-hmm. with music over the years mm-hmm. you had the the amazing verse on Nas's song mm-hmm. seemed like you were going to like you were back in it right have kind of been tiptoeing in in and out mm-hmm. and for you to like to show up late okay like things happen to show up two hours late and then have no gratitude for the people that have bought tickets. Mm. Mind you, her fan base is not going to be a younger fan base for the most part. Correct. Right? Yeah. So these people that are showing up have full-time jobs, most likely have kids, mm-hmm. um, showing up during the week, later at night, waiting for another two hours. I wonder how many people actually left. Too. Oh, I, 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 I get my money back. Oh yeah, I mean, I you be you, it be would have been one thing to wait like you thirty be minutes. Grateful that somebody paid for the tickets to pull yeah, up and watch you. So for sure, we, you we, should be grateful for anything that in that. That everybody somebody, should that be somebody, gratuitous in that and and if and somebody that. paid money to see us live, come on, bro, bro. that'd be weird. First of all, it'd be weird, <laughs> but genuinely though, it would be like, oh, okay, well, yeah. You want to pay twenty bucks to come sit here and watch us do a show? Okay, yeah. I mean, like, we're gonna, we gonna, we're still gonna pull up. We're gonna, okay, we shoot. You know, at we this might, time. we might go even crazier because it's like, man, appreciate y'all pulling up right. with, the, with the with the with the bread. Somebody in today's environment, yeah. come yeah. on now. So it, it, it's just it it does not. Uh, it just rubs me the wrong Bad way. Man. Yeah, Bad it, it is. It's not Bad a good look. Look. And then uh, again, maybe. That's why I heard that because I just heard that story a couple days ago, okay. and maybe the reason is is because I, I honestly didn't hear. Yeah, about I think this we got to be honest. I think I think we got to be honest, man. And, and and yeah, she like that's not cool, man. No, that, that to me that that turns. And me I don't off care who you are. I don't care who you are. I mean, you could be one hundred percent. I mean, take the I don't even know who you would think the biggest star is. Maybe it's Taylor Swift or something like that. You could she be Beyonce, did Jay Z. Well, you could be whatever, right? Like you, you could, whoever you on this level, like don't do, do you. You have a fan base, right? right? Like that's your income, right? Is people going to see you? You got to pull up with the with the gratitude, so, man. Appreciate yeah. y'all. Sorry for being late. Well, and again, it, it could. But be, I'm gonna murder this show. Watch right. this. Exactly. And maybe <laughs> in my pain, it's finger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, anyways, anyways, uh, something else that's been cracking off in the, in in the news and in, in, in the social media world, Keith Lee, uh. Well respected, very popular um, food critic, if you will, TikTok food critic. Uh, also a professional MMA fighter as well. Um, but he's really gotten a lot of his notoriety from basically being, you know, one of the social media food guys. Mm-hmm. You know, pulls up to uh, a lot of mom and pops, a lot of a uh, small business restaurants. Doesn't really, I mean, he does some of the some of the more commercial spots as well. But really has hung his hat on, you know, rolling around the, the the United States and going to these mom and pops, trying their food out. And it's really bigged up a lot of businesses um, throughout his ascension as a TikTok food critic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, people really respect. I mean, dude, he's he's made some restaurants a lot of money, mm-hmm. a lot of money. Right. And he's also. Not not purposely, but contributed to some restaurants losing some money, right? Um, at the end of the day, when a food critic says, y'all go try it, and they're popular, mm-hmm. you're going to go try it. And it's either 
you're going to agree with them or disagree with them, mm-hmm. right? And so I would say that he's been pretty spot on based on his track record with his assessment mm-hmm. of um, restaurants. Recently took some flack for basically saying Atlanta restaurants, uh, a lot of black-owned restaurants in general um, need to kind of boost up their customer service, boost mm-hmm. up the experience a little bit, right? Um, deliver on the food, deliver on the time of the food, right? Um, just be a little bit more organized and professional, um, specifically when it came to the Atlanta area. And he caught some flack for it. He caught some flack for it from Ocho Cinco, who has now retracted his statement. Basically, he did some, he didn't know about Keith Lee, did some mm-hmm. research. And, you know, the biggest conversation has been like, you know, us as black people, we got to big up each other no matter what. But the truth is that isn't, that isn't the truth, mm-hmm. right? If to me, you actually not more, I wouldn't say more honest, but I would say you're doing a disservice to these mom and pop shops. If you're not saying, Hey man, the food, he's not, he's not dissing the food per se. Mm -hmm. He's just saying, you guys are saying this is, you know, come here, you're going to have this type of experience Mm -hmm. and you're not delivering on that experience. Mm -hmm. You're not bringing me that customer service that I'm Mm -hmm. getting. Not necessarily, black owned throughout, but specifically in the Atlanta area, which has been the biggest topic. Right. And that's what he's there to do is to be honest. Now it's your job. Just like if you watch a music review, uh, I was just going to say a video review, it's your job to go check the shit out. I was just going to make your own. I was just going to say that about what you heard, right? Right. You can kind of correlate it in the same way of us doing a review on music. Right. 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 You might, you might, he might have walked into a particular, and I'm not, you know, <clears throat> saying, because you're saying it was like more of a broad stroke of, of Atlanta in general. Right. That his, that his experience through different restaurants in sure. that area. But so he's not saying one, every single one. No. But anyways, it's, it, it, it is ultimately up to the viewer, right? Who's consuming the content. Right. to go for yourself to check it out, right? right? Well, it's the same thing when we do reviews for albums, right? It is our opinion, right? Just like we're going to do one a little bit later after we shoot these, you know, we're going to do another music review. Mm-hmm. You might, you know, you might agree with you, might agree with me. You might totally disagree whatsoever and say it's total garbage. I don't know what you're talking about. Or it's a 10, ta- whatever. That, it's just our opinion, exactly. right? That's what reviews are yep. you know and sometimes you walk into an establishment maybe right the staff like maybe they did intend to be a certain way mm-hmm. right and they did or they do still promote it as you get this experience for walking in the door this way right but you don't know either right what happens behind the scenes? Maybe four people called out, two people quit. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, there, it could be a weird random day. Right. Right? And you walked in on the worst possible day. Right. Possible. Now, mind <laughs> you, this is his assessment of this. Right. And I'm just saying, there's this, like... Long, like, he kept going back and kept going back. Okay. And, and okay. Not, made, not to one particular restaurant. Just different ones. He just, it was like, okay, it, this happened that time. Let me go back and check it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, this happened this time again. Oh, 
oh, it keeps happening when I'm in this general area. Right. What is going on here? Mm-hmm. Right. So right. it was from basically a, a, a long list of research right. that he had done and reviews. Right. And so I would also too argue if he is going back and getting the, those like weird experiences, bad service, maybe the food's good, but maybe the service is crap and it's just not, not clean. Maybe, you know, stuff like that. Right. That place isn't going to, it doesn't matter if he says something good or bad about it anyways. Somebody going to say not, something no matter what. It, yeah, and it's probably not going to last for that particular establishment to be in business anymore anyways. Right. right? It's just maybe it moved a little quicker because if he, he said don't, something because he, don't he say has it, a million Somebody's going to get on Yelp and say it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, there, you don't need everybody to be. Want, everybody has an opinion about the, it. The days of the sure. five-star food critic that we used to see in the movies that would come down and order three plates a year. Right. And it'd, be in, and it'd be in the newspaper. And it'd be in the newspaper. Right. Those days are gone. gone. That's why we have Yelp. That's why we have all these different right. avenues, mm-hmm. all these different people that are reviewing food. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, we we as as consumers will take pictures of food and oh, either yeah. promote it oh, or yeah. not promote it on our, on our personal <laughs> social media. So, yes. like relax mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i you know i think what it is is that social media has become really the it is the media we need to stop calling it social media mm-hmm. it's not social media it's media mm-hmm. it is how we get our information now mm-hmm. it is how we get our entertainment now mm-hmm. it is sprinkled into the way that traditional media delivers their media right they shoot commercials different the commercials are now shot in the way of a reel or a short right um ads now pop up in real time while you're watching the game you're mm-hmm. watching the game they shorten the the screen to give you an ad on the side just in between mm-hmm. timeouts or whatever right like social media has taken over the way we consume information. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens is when you have a guy like a Keith Lee, when you have a guy like maybe a Dame Drops, when you have some of these guys that get popular for their work in social media, Mm -hmm. that, that, that the first thing is to be like, well, you didn't go to school for it. You didn't. No, 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 my brother. This is the way it works now, right? This is the way it works now. And I think, and too, right, like yeah. to to some of these people's uh, credit as well, like in media, right, in mm-hmm. whatever it is, to be on any platform, really, going obviously something is working in the sense of uh, more people agree, Thank right, you. than disagree with Thank that particular you. person. Uh, obviously, it's the, the one medium where you can get direct to consumer, right, review, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, you, like literally, we can. We don't have to wait for numbers to come out. The numbers are there instantly, mm-hmm. right? And they're yeah. either going to stay there, mm-hmm. go up or go down. Doesn't right. matter, right? So right. it's the one place where you can be like, like when you watch a show and you're like, "Why did that show get canceled?" I love that show. Mm-hmm. The, this is like that show's not going to get canceled because you're pulling up for that show every single mm-hmm. week. You're pulling up for that thirty second minute review. Every single week, every day, mm-hmm. right? So it's right. like it, it, it's even more valid because it's showing that the people actually fuck with it, right? Period, right? Right? Yeah. Um, which takes me into another point, man. Is is you know this podcast thing, Brody? Like we've been doing this, mm-hmm. we've been doing this, and it's it's been a slow and steady grow, 
And shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to all the viewers out there, man. We like For super sure. appreciate you guys. Uh, you guys, you guys can kind of see some of the growth a little bit, especially through like YouTube, mm-hmm. but you guys have no idea like what the actual podcast does, like the growth that we have there. Um, some of the, some of the stuff that we're working on in the background right now is crazy partnering up with some really dope people working on some really dope shit. Y'all like it's, it, it's the end of this year and next year is going to be fucking fire. And we mm-hmm. got some guests that are going to be pulling up. Some 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 old, some new, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's gonna be fire, so we appreciate you guys. <laughs> um, but there's been a lot of recent talk about podcasts and kind of the decline mm-hmm. of podcasts, which 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 it happens when there's an mm-hmm. oversaturation. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, music is kind of going through the same thing right now. Like people are like, yo, we need some creative shit. Fuck all this. Uh uh everything sounding the, the same. It's ebb and flows. It's ebb right? and flow. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts about the podcast world right now? Like where are you? I mean, obviously we do it. We like to say we do a show that happens to be a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but where are your thoughts on the podcast world and, and the, and the decline, which seems like somewhat of a decline. Well, it, it's, it's bound to happen, right? Uh, no matter what it is. I mean, you could even take, TikToks and that whole social media, which, you know, we just talked about. Um, the platforms will always be there, right? But the content tends to change. It does. And, right? And it typically goes by trends. Mm-hmm. Not always, right? Like, I don't typically. think of us as trendy, right? Obviously. Because if we were trendy, we would be in the millions of followers, right? right. But... That's not us. That's not what we're trying to do. Okay. Right. And so <clears throat> maybe the decline, because I don't know, I don't, I haven't seen numbers. I, I don't know, like, particularly, but you, you know that it's on a decline, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I think a couple things. I think people pigeonhole themselves, right? Uh, you know, we've had many conversations about us not trying to pigeonhole ourselves of like just music, mm-hmm. right? And trying to, get out and branch out a little bit more, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I think the way things are shot, the thing things, you know, um just topic wise, right? Mm-hmm. There are so many uh, the thing I thought about when you told me about like you kind of wanted to bring this up, you <clears> know, <throat> there are what, seven and a half billion people on this planet. Mm-hmm. There is an endless supply of interesting people on this planet 100%. to talk to, right? Yes. And that have fascinating stories. Yes. And I don't care how many podcasts there are, ain't nobody getting to them all. Ain't nobody getting to them all. Great point. You know what I mean? Great so point. I think it's a great point. I, I think there will always be a place, especially for interviews and stuff like that, right? Even what we're doing right now, right? Like just us chopping it up back and forth, mm-hmm. right? I think it's fascinating when people have something cool to talk about or mm-hmm. something interesting to talk about. And, but the, but on the interview side, that is just a wealth of, cause there are people that don't talk mm-hmm. that are fascinating. And I know you've run across people like that. 100%. I run across people like that, mm-hmm. but they'll never come and sit on this show no. or any other show. Right. But those are the people that you kind of want because, they have. We, we've, we've had people straight up tell us, like, man, love your show. 
but I can't, I can't do I, the I, camera it, thing. It just, it just, I can't do the camera thing. <laughs> and I get it. I get it. Right. But like maybe eventually, yeah. you know, somebody yeah. will, you know, and that's who we're trying to gather with. It could still be music. It could be in the way, you know, editing videos or, you know, in the inner, in any type of entertainment. Right. Right. But not only that, but, you know, we've had lawyers on, we've had business people on, I mean, yeah. try to get, you know, this wealth of knowledge. Cause I think people crave that. Yeah. Right. I just think the more trendy type of stuff and people sticking with it too. Right. Is another factor of why it's a decline. Right. Because I, obviously we hit a peak because of COVID. Everybody was at home. Some people did stick with it. Right. Right. But now you're seeing, uh, well, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing this. You know, so you're going to have the decline. And, and stuff. I, so I, also, I think there's a lot of different factors. There's a lot of different on. factors, man. There's, there's, there's one, the, the monetary factor, which mm-hmm. is, I think that, um, it was somewhat lucrative if you were maybe in a certain position mm-hmm. at that time. Like if you were able to, like, if you, if you already had a following, Right, and weren't ground open ground from the ground up. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh man, it was very lucrative in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then, then it wasn't so lucrative. Right, mm-hmm. um, it's also a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work that a lot of people don't understand how much work it is, how much, how time consuming it is, um, not just to shoot, but to set up the interviews, to to set up the cameras, to you know, and and some of these, I mean, some of these better better productions, you know, you have production teams you have you know the pivot has mm-hmm. a production team joe rogan production team uh joe budden production team like these they're not shoot they're shooting podcasts but they're not they're shooting shows they're mm-hmm. shooting talk shows mm-hmm. right uh in, in a sense without the audience right right mm-hmm. um and so there's a lot that goes into it that i think a lot of people when they start doing it mm-hmm. they're like oh man then there's the other thing you got to be good Right. Like you got to be halfway decent just because you have a following Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you're great at talking to people. Right. Right. There's some people who, or you can't interview very well either. There's some people who can interview in a sense of like, they can be interviewed. Correct. And speak very well, get, get asked Mm -hmm. questions and respond. There's some people who can do both, who can be interviewed and interview very well. Mm -hmm. And there's some people who can interview very well but who aren't that great at being on the other side of the interview. Right. And so I think it's, it's one of those things where like you start to do it, you start to get into this, this whole world of, of having guests. And Mm -hmm. especially if you have like a huge following and your, and your following comes from whatever other source of entertainment. Yeah. Right. It can be very humbling to be a host. Yeah. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. To have to sit back and not necessarily be the star of the show. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. so, and then again, like I said, the, the monetary factor can be because, man, podcast money is slow money until it's, until it's big money. Right. I mean, it's it, you're, you're grasping at straws right. on the come up. You just really are. You know what I'm saying? You're grasping at straws. You're you're, you're pinching pennies and, and and you're grabbing nickels and dimes mm-hmm. and whatever you can on the come up, right? right? And figuring out different creative ways to um, monetize the whole thing. So, I also want I want to say something personal that I find 
boring about podcasts, right? Like, mm. okay, and it and it's celebrities. To be straight up with you, man, like if I see a celebrity on a podcast, most of the time, like ninety nine percent of the time, and I mean people, celebrities doing podcast, not being interviewed, okay, doing podcasts is I, I don't know for whatever reason, <laughs> I am not interested, right? Just not interested, and. And I typically stay away from most celebrity interviews as well because I'm just not that interested. Right. I think there's way more interesting people to talk to. Yeah. Right. I I still and it it's just and again this is just personal. This is I'm not saying not to watch celebrity interviews or anything like that because I still find and you could call them celebrities music interviews fascinating to listen to. Right. right. Because I think I like the art better than I do the movie stars and TV stars. I like to watch TV and movies, but I typically don't care about acting. Mm. So to me, it doesn't really mean much Mm. to me. And I find that very bland as a podcast is the more celebrity centric type of type of, uh, and I I'm seeing a lot more of them just jumping into it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, I, I'd rather see more people like us because I think there's way more interesting people either locally bound somewhere, right, that you could tap into Mm -hmm. that don't necessarily have another voice to get on a platform and talk about some of the great things that they do or are fascinating and have different ideas. I tell you what, man, like I don't know how many times I've been surprised on this show by talking to somebody. Yeah. Like I – at first, when we started doing interviews, you get kind of like, oh, I wonder how this is going to go. That slowly, that switch flow, so slowly gets flipped off, and you kind of go in with no expectations. Right. Because it never goes the way you think it's going to go anyways. 1,000%. Right? Whether they're talkative, kind of quiet, uh, take a minute to get in. Right. You know, right. there's all kinds of ways it goes. So you just go with the flow. Of course. <clears throat> But most of the time, dude, and I mean a high percentage of people that have sat here, fascinating to talk to. 100%. Always have a fascinating story, something that they went through, and you're yeah. like, wow, I didn't even think about that. And there's, you people, know I mean? there's people that, that we that we know, like that we've had, like maybe not best friends, you know what I'm saying? But people right. that we've Pretty known good acquaintances for, or whatever. Very, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that are in the, that are in the, in the call log and mm-hmm. the contacts that like they'll tell you stuff. You'd be like, I've known you for 10 years. You ain't never said that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, I'll give you a prime example. When we had Matt on the show, right? He's been a friend. I've known him for 30 years and he was talking about, because our friendship is not about what he does for a living. Right. Right. And we had him on the show to kind of talk about what he did for it. Cause it's fascinating. Right. Dude, I learned something new from a friend that I've had for 30 years because I we just don't have conversations like that. Right. So, again, it surprises you because you're like, where do you do all that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you work with the financial side of things, but I never really dove into what you do, you and know? I'm, and I'm super with you on, like, the celebrity stuff. I, I do think, I, I like, I like, like, when the OGs step in. So like I really like all the smoke with with Matt Barnes and Stack Five, right? Like I think they do a great job because they come they 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 their perspective 
comes from a place of like we we did it. Mm-hmm. We we were in the game. We played the game, and they do a very good job of interviewing, play using their personal experience to generate great questions. Okay. And, and great shows pivot. I mean, I, I've, I can't tell you how much I look. If I ever ran into Freddie T Ryan Clark and Channing Crowder, mm-hmm. I would tell them how much I thank them for that show and for how much influence it's had on me mm-hmm. as, as to what I do and how I carry myself. Right. I love that show. I think they've done a tremendous job with that show. The, the different, yes, it's sport based, but it's not, it's a very real converse entertainment conversation based podcast that I really think that we don't intentionally do, but we mirror a lot of stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we were doing it before they, they were created. Mm-hmm. Right. But a lot of the stuff is very similar. Love that show. Um, so I don't mind uh, when some of the OGs step into that realm. And then one more thing, the passion behind it. Like you can have a talent for it, but are you passionate about it? And when you're passionate about it, you see where the difference is. You see why Joe Budden's podcast has become so popular over the years. Right. You see why? Because he's been passionate about it. And and he's even been so passionate as to say, This is not working. I gotta change everything. Mm. Joe Rogan has been passionate about his podcast, had has had several different walks of life. On his podcast, you can agree with him, you can disagree with him, mm-hmm. but he's always had real conversations mm-hmm. with people from all walks of life. Pivot, same thing. You can see they're passionate. They come in with a game plan. They've they've consistently gotten better from week one to where whatever week mm-hmm. they're in now. Same thing with all the smoke. So you see when shows when people are passionate, and when you're passionate about your craft. Yeah. The growth is going to be there and you're going to stick with it. Mm-hmm. And those shows are going to be good because you're walking in there saying, yeah, you might have the talent mm-hmm. to talk to people. You might be the greatest fucking speaker in the world. You might be what's that, 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 uh, the, the, the motivational speaker, man, the big dude, Rob, is it Mike Robbins? Oh Tom, yeah. Tony, yeah. Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. Yeah. yeah. You might be mm-hmm. him. You mm-hmm. might be him. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can speak very well, but do you have the passion for doing right. this, you can sit on a stage and do it, but do you have the passion for sitting down with somebody every single week? I, I would and also, talking that shit? yeah, I, I I agree. I, I think passion definitely is a couple steps above talent. Like talent can carry you to a certain, and that's degree. With everything, but right. definitely in of, this, of course, right? <clears throat> but the passion definitely carries you even further, 100%. right? And I think passion turns into talent as well, right? Because if you're passionate about something, Man, you're going to learn. More, say that one more time. <laughs> if you're, uh, uh, passion turns into talent. That's crazy. So That's fire. That's a bar. That's, <laughs> go ahead. So anyways, it's, it's like a TV show host, right? Like, Picture a game show or something like mm-hmm. that, right? And those people are talented, mm-hmm. right? Because they know how to get in front of camera, hold a microphone, talk into the camera, talk to the guests or the contestants, you know, stuff like that. You can always tell when somebody is has the talent but is not passionate about what they're doing. It's just a paycheck. Yo, shout out to Ryan Seacrest, bro. <laughs> well, straight up, right? Shout out to Ryan Seacrest. Who is who is who is our OG uh, on MTV? Man, say his name. 
Oh man, there were so da- many Daily. Oh, Carson Daly. Carson Daly, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these guys made a living off of doing right, that, right? Yeah. Like off of being hosts and yeah, yeah, yeah. interviewing people and uh-huh. being not just good, exceptional at it, right? right? So again, there the, you can equate it to television and stuff like that, right? Where you can see the talent, obviously, right? Where uh, it's just Zane Lowe. Now, Zane Lowe, to me, is on a different level. Like, I really enjoy Zane Lowe, right? right? I, I think he, if if you were to pin me on, like, who's in the top three, I wouldn't know where to stick him, but I, I, Zane Lowe is up there. He's in my top 100%. three interviewer. And, again, that kind of goes, though, to my music. I love music, and I like to hear where artists are coming from and, and stuff like that. Because, right. all honesty, man, artists struggle, and then they put it out to the world, and you're like, how the hell do you do that? Like, because you are t- literally telling people what, and then you take Zane Lowe's interview and he's pulling that out of you. Right. And you're like, ooh, man, <laughs> like in a good way though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was crazy. Yeah, so right. anyways, yeah, man, again, passion is, is above the talent, right? Has and to be. It, it just has to be. If you mm-hmm. want to do anything, I don't care what it is. It doesn't even have to be podcasting. It could be. Anything you're doing, you could be best grocery store worker in the world, bro. In the world, right? Like you, one hundred percent. You want to need some, bro? We yes. need, like, come on. Of course, yeah. yeah. And you're passionate about that, and you want to be the best. It's going to be way more. And look, man, I, you know, I hire people. I still hire people, right? Mm-hmm. And I go through an interview process mm-hmm. every time. I swear to God, every time, it's not about what's on the piece of paper of their resume of where they worked before. It's about the passion that they have. Mm-hmm. And everybody, and I mean everybody, will give it away. Mm-hmm. Everybody will give you a piece and you're like, this, and I have to say my success rate's pretty good, not to brag on myself, but it's pretty good. Yeah, you to you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's it's like because you grab at that passion, you don't grab at the talent, just because the paper has all the talent on there. Doesn't mean they're going to be a good fit and and work for you, right? You know what I mean? I, hey, like, I, and you know me, you know I got to give my sports analogy. Mm-hmm. How many how many times at the beginning of a season do you say, "Man, on paper they look really good"? Oh, all the time. And then and then at the end of the year, you're like, that that still happens. What's uh, what's crazy about that? You could flip that right with right. with a football player or you know baseball player or whatever, and you go. Man, on paper, but I watched every game, and they weren't they weren't this on this piece right. of paper. Right, the stats are good, but the they trust me, they, I watched every single well. one. Yep, and they were not this good. Right, you know what I mean? Or the other way around? Yeah, or it's the other way the stats, around. Right, the stats is like eh, mediocre. But You're the like, passion, man, but the passion I was there. Them. Right, it was balling. Yes, you could see it, and they were hustling. They were do- yeah, so. It definitely, man. I, I really believe that passion is it, it, it's for anything, man. It could be a hobby. It yep. doesn't even have to be for money. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It could be straight up a hobby. Yep. You know, man, I want to be the best painter Come on <laughs> in now. this house ever. You know 100%. what I mean? Like, I'm, I love to paint because it's therapeutic. You know, as a matter of fact, I was just talking to somebody the other day because I live in an apartment and we live in a desert. There's typically not a lot of... Um, yards out here, lawns, 100%, yeah, right? Yeah. It's oh. mostly gravel, right? <clears throat> and to save on water and stuff like that. Do you know 
I would love to cut. I don't want to do it for a living, but I find it very, I, I, I find passion in it. Like a, it's therapeutic to cut yeah. a lawn with a lawnmower mm. and make it look like a baseball field mm. or, you know, cut the, I, I, there's something about that that I truly miss, man. Okay. You know what I mean? So, I mean, again, it's stupid. It's little, it's something I'm not going to go run out and, but I do have a little bit of a passion for it. And I like watching videos that people mow lawns. Cause okay. I'm like, man, I get some satisfaction off of it's watching ASMR that. Right there. You okay. know, it's yeah, not like yeah, I'm yeah. doing it all day, but I'm like, Oh, I'm watching this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're like, yeah, damn good, and man. Killed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. No, so, I, I agree with you, man. I, I think, you know, you got to have a passion for whatever you do, but definitely when it comes to this, man, you got, you, you have to have a passion for one, sitting down and talking to people, sitting down in, in front of a camera and talking your shit, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. And it can't come from a place of like, I mean, it's going to happen. Like, it, you can't argue with it. It's going to happen when it comes to, like, the trendy stuff. Like, people are going to try to be trendy. Oh, of course. Throughout history. And look, man, I, I, don't, it, I don't blame but people either. But trendy only lasts so long, I really bro. don't blame people for trying to jump on a, tr- a trend bandwagon either. Like, especially just to even get maybe noticed, yeah, right? Get, like, get hey, I'm doing this for a little bit because I just want to be noticed right. and maybe gather some, you know, and then... Maybe you do switch it up because you're like, okay, I just wanted to. Gra- I wouldn't personally do that, but I kind of understand the mentality behind that. It's kind of like the strip club for the college fund, bro. <laughs> you never end up going to college. Yeah. Though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's good. But you might be a fire rapper at <laughs> right. some point. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Oh, oh man. man. Good stuff, though, That's man. Crazy, good man. stuff. Uh, yeah, man, you guys let us know in the comments section below, man. How, how do you guys feel about podcasts now? Um, are you guys getting tired of them? Are you guys, is it overwhelming? Is there too much? Is, yeah, or, are you many. loving it? You know what I mean? Do you man. guys have your go-tos and that's what you're sticking to? Yeah. Um, we, we definitely appreciate every single one of you guys listening, watching, mm-hmm. for pulling up every single week uh, to the gray space. We ask you guys to continue to pull up and rock with us and share it, man. Let the people know. Let the people Know that you guys are rocking with the gray space. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their grandmama to tell their grandkids, pull up to the gray space, man. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? You guys stay safe. You guys stay positive out there. And as always, this is the gray space. Peace. Peace.